Well, good afternoon. Good evening. Good day to you, no matter where you are in the world. I am Dr. E. Michelle Mickens. I'm the CEO of Live for Change. Live for Change is a Christian-based global strategic leadership development consultancy. We bring transformational change into the lives of leaders and their organizations. This is accomplished by equipping C-suite executives, managers, emerging and experienced leaders with the right tools through our B for Real Leadership Series. Real is an acronym and it stands for Reliable, Ethical, Authentic Learner. Our motto, real leaders, real producers, real results. Listen, we offer leadership consulting, coaching, we provide various workshop and training programs on topics such as organizational culture, inclusion, unconscious bias, corporate social responsibility and ethics, and so much more. Live for Change has digital product products. We have workbooks, journals, and I'm the author of When Purpose Exceeds Profits, a foundational development guide for emerging and established leaders. Now, I have been doing a leading in crisis series over the past three weeks. As a matter of fact, I've prepared some tools and resources that I believe will help you navigate through some of this anxiety as we deal with COVID-19. I believe that these uh, resources will help you think through and reconnect with your vision and your purpose in these times of change. If you're interested, please grab your free leadership and your resource guide at www.linktree forward slash live for change. I'll make sure that that link is in the description bar. Now, I'm very excited about today because I have some awesome dear guests. And so as the introverted loudmouth show uh, host, I, again, I'm excited to bring on a husband and wife dynamic duo. Both of them are leaders in their own fields and they are now quarantined together. And so in line of this whole leading in crisis series, I thought I would ask them to come on board and they agreed. And so again, I'm honored to have them on and I'm just going to invite them and our, our focus, this is a very informal conversation about WFH, working from home and working remotely. So I would like to welcome Courtney Mickens. Hello. Awesome. And Miss Autumn. Yes. Come a little closer to the mic, Miss Autumn. Hi. So, <laughs> Hello, hello, hello. I Again, I welcome you both for taking the time out of your busy day. It's a beautiful day. It's Sunday. And um, I know that this change has probably, like many of us, has just taken you guys for a whirlwind. But I want to know, now that you've been in this, this mode for over a week, how are you feeling? How are you adjusting? Um... I mean, I would say <clears throat> overall that um, the adjustment has been quite a, a impactful on our, you know, regular, like normal lives. Uh, a bit of cabin fever, uh, you know, like we're all kind of stuck in the house and having to uh, navigate, you know, being around each other a lot more, which is good, uh, but 
you know, my faith has really kept me grounded uh, during this time. Um, but things have been, you know, uh, we've we've made the adjustment to a new normal. So I would say things have been they've been mildly fine. Oh, good. Yeah, I would have to agree. I think um, we're adjusting. Definitely a learning curve to try to get adjusted to the new normal. Um, as you know, we have a four-year-old, so um, with her being <laughs> home and us trying to work and be on conference calls and things like that is um, definitely adjust an adjustment for all three of us. Um, we def I I myself feel very anxious. Um, I'm usually very introverted and. I didn't, I thought I knew what that meant until I had to stay at home for weeks on end. So um, now I only want to get out the house and I don't know if I really want to talk to people. I just want to leave. So um, I, definitely, <laughs> I definitely feel that. <laughs> that is so interesting. Um, I appreciate both of you all's perspective. Um, I can only imagine. And you do have a very bright and rambunctious four-year-old. So just having to make that adjustment and have her at home. How are you both able to keep an eye on her and work separately? What has been the biggest challenge and what have you been able to do that you feel we got this, we can do this? Uh, well, my job, um, I currently work with a, a local nonprofit. Um, I'm a director with the nonprofit. And uh, my job has kind of been, I can, Technically, I get more opportunities to work uh, remotely um, outside of, you know, this kind of situation. Um, however, my job is kind of, you know, it, it requires me to be tuned in a lot more. Um, so I'm okay. generally from eight to five, I am kind of locked in and busy on calls, uh, vir either virtually or, you know, meeting with folks um, online. And, you know, my wife is, she's, you know, in her role, she has, you know, she checks in with her team, but it seems that um, she's had more opportunity to kind of tend to uh, to our daughter. And so that has been okay. quite helpful, honestly, um, so that I can continue to do, you know, the things that I have to do. Oh, that's good. I have, Go ahead. I have also um, convinced my daughter that she's working from home as well. So um, we sit at the table together and um, her daycare, her daycare provider sent home worksheets and things for her to do. So um, mm. usually throughout like my first hour and a half in the morning where I really need to be super tuned in, she's sitting right next to me practicing her numbers or her letters or whatever that may be. Um, her mm -hmm. daycare provider has been really awesome in this and just kind of providing us some things that will keep her busy throughout the time that we're working. And then um, usually when we kind of break off from the work, when I'm able to move away from my computer, um, I'm able to, you know, get her lunch going and get her back onto her regular schedule. But um, keeping her on that schedule has definitely been the most difficult piece. I can only imagine. And you know what? That's good to know that there is the line of communication with the daycare provider so that you can at best as you're able, keep her on that schedule. Cause I understand that's probably the most critical piece. You don't want her to feel like she's on vacation while the, the other two, you guys are trying to do your work as quote unquote normal as you possibly can. So that's, I'm sure very helpful. Um, what has been, especially for you, Autumn, because it sounds like you don't typically 
have to be locked in in your regular role? What is your your regular role compared to working remotely? Uh Um, Well, I, as you know, I'm a recruiter for a large company. And right now um, in the travel industry, our business has slowed down um, a lot. So yeah, so we are um, more so where I am typically recruiting and working in that space and on college campuses where um, my whole position has kind of come to a standstill. So now I'm more so working as support to our human resources staff to make sure that um, anybody who is, you know, furloughed or um, not working at the current moment, that everything is in line for them, as well as like keeping um, employees, newly hired employees engaged with what's going on with the company um, at that, at this point. So it typically in my role, I have a lot of autonomy to, um, kind of do the things that to meet the requirements in my own way uh, but right mm-hmm. now it's a lot different and I'm just trying to learn um, more uh, it's given me the opportunity to cross train in a lot of different fields of, of human awesome. resources um, but I am definitely not doing my typical work so it's, mm-hmm. it's um, a really big change for me at that at, in that realm that's good it's good that you are open well you're almost forced to learn some new skills and it's only going to add to your, you know, your repertoire of diversity. And, and so I think that that's good that you're able to learn quickly and then to help the newbies that's new on board and they're trying to understand who's on first. And then all of a sudden here's this COVID-19 crisis situation. And so to keep them informed is absolutely one of the best things that you can do as you know a recruiter for your company and someone that's very much involved in management so uh kudos to you guys now let me ask you now courtney i don't know if you were familiar with skyping zoom teleconferencing what about you autumn you both acclimated to that type of of technology um definitely learning i my, uh, <laughs> as i kind of mentioned to you our daycare provider she just um created a zoom account so that she can speak to um the children once uh, a couple times so that definitely helped me familiarize it and we actually had to do some of the campus engagements that uh we typically would have done in person right now we are doing via zoom or um skype and I had no idea how to, uh, <laughs> Courtney is definitely helping me because he's very familiar with using the office, mm-hmm. yeah, Microsoft Teams and different things like that. So he's definitely helping me familiarize myself with those things that I would probably never use outside of like a Skype interview for a candidate that's long distance. Okay, okay. So then what I'm hearing is that both of you all, you know, you have some support from your husband who can help you become more familiar with this technology. And the beauty part is even after this whole crisis is over, you would have gained so many more skills. So I think, yeah, if nothing else, you're in that space where you are learning because um, learning how to work remotely. And quite honestly, when you look at the future of work, remote working is, is expanding in leaps and bounds. And so, you know, you're going to have IA uh, that's really growing. And 
what better way and what better time than now to develop these skills and fine tune these skills. So let me ask you, Courtney, what is one thing that you miss? Because I know that you have that flexibility. What one thing that you're missing most right now as it pertains to um, your work situation? Oh, I guess what I miss most is, you know, being like the, the personal interactions. Um, you know, I, I, I love my family. I love them to death. Uh, and, sure. but, you know, the, the social interaction of, you know, showing up to work, identifying a problem, uh, working collaboratively with others to try to uh, solve that problem. Um, it's just something that, you know, online, like, you know, virtually it doesn't necessarily uh, fulfill, feel is fulfilling in the same way. Um, however, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's, it's that, I, I, I would say that that is the largest challenge I've had is just not being able to like have that like personal connection, um, you know, uh, we work, I work in schools. And so, you know, being able to see students um, and see how our work has an impact on students um, or just being able to mm. even just have a conversation, you know, with a student or a stakeholder and say like, hey, you know, we're here for you. You know, things are, are well. Uh, we don't, there's a lot of uncertainty because we don't have those same level of connections right now, so. Okay, okay. Well, I can appreciate that as well. Um, I can only imagine it's been, has it been two weeks full, two weeks or? I'm going into my, oh, I'm going into my third week uh, at this point. So okay. yeah, two full weeks, um, going into our third week and doesn't look like anything's going to change anytime soon. So, Right, right. Well, what I admire about both of you all is the mere fact, and I didn't mention this, but, you know, um, the last name may give it away that Courtney Mickens is also my nephew and his wife, my niece. And so I've watched you guys as a married couple and the mere fact that you guys really flow well together with your daughter um, I was never alarmed as to whether or not you would be able to make the adjustment uh, for this whole COVID crisis just because you work well together. So let me ask you, as we begin to wind down this conversation, and trust me, I'm really enjoying this, and I'm learning from both of you all, you're millennials, and you know, there's always some conversation about how millennials behave, but I can honestly say that there's a level of maturity that I've seen in, in both of you and, you know, even though uh, I appreci- appreciate Autumn's honesty and her, and her, you know, authenticity, she said that she's been anxious, but she's pressing past that feeling. How, what advice would you give some, some young leaders who are trying to, you know, they're trying to be big and, and, and strong and, and bold, but they, they're dealing with some anxiety. What advice would either of you or both of you all would give them right now in this current situation? I'll start by just saying, um, take a deep breath. Um, You know, challenges. I feel like most people and most young folks at some point have faced some form of adversity. Um, And be be it adversity that you've, you know, seen someone else go through or adversity that, you know, you've only dealt with on your own. Um, sometimes, you know, it's just okay to take a deep breath um, and, to, and then to like ground yourself in, in, in faith or ground yourself in something, you know, that 
you know, helps you to be in your happy place or uh, to get your, you know, your mental health in a good place. Um, I grind my, I grind myself or ground myself, excuse me, um, in my faith and in my family, um, you know, and, and making sure that, you know, we're taking care of each other. So, you know, if I see my wife is, you know, looking a little off, you know, I'm, I'm asking her, hey, how are things going? How can I help? What can I take off of your plate? Uh, and I mean, I do the same thing for my daughter. Uh, although, you know, I think I, I have a responsibility to do that for, for not just for my daughter, but for both. Uh, so, you know, find something to be grounded in, you know. Um, and then I would also say, you know, just continuing to have some, to find normalcy. So if it's reading, uh, if it's writing, whatever your outlet is, like connecting to that outlet and, and you know, uh, and, and trying to be as normal as you can be in there. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I, I, say, I definitely second what Courtney says. The only um, thing that I want to add is that I realized in this work from home experiment <laughs> that <laughs> I that I really appreciate the space that I have during the day. And I don't typically have that as we're working from home in a not so large space. Um, so it has been like very important for me to step away, um, whether that's to take a walk with, I'll take my child out for a walk, or, um, uh, maybe I'll go lay on the couch for a little bit to just kind of, I need like a little bit of me time that I get at work that I don't typically get at home. Um, whether that's mm. just because I'm a mother or maybe it's because I'm wifing or whatever the case may be. Um, I find right. that that space that I have away from um, my husband and my daughter makes me better when I'm by when I'm here with them. And it's hard for me to find that when I'm working from home. And that's, I think, where that anxiety comes from. So, you know, just gotcha. again, staying grounded in my faith, as Courtney said, um, we're overcomers. <laughs> so I know that, you know, we're we're going to push through this. But it, at the same time, just making sure that, you know, my mental health, my mental health is in check and, you know, checking in with Courtney to make sure his mental health is in check because um, and I've been telling this to everybody, Courtney, I definitely have way more autonomy. Courtney is like working really hard <laughs> and, um, you know, watching that, <laughs> watching that um, from, the, from the other side of the room, I'm just trying to figure out like, how do I stay out the way and still make sure he's good, you know, and it's a, it's a learning curve. And, wow. you know, we're just trying our trying our best to take care of each other and trying to figure out what that looks like is has um, been has been probably the biggest struggle for me for me. Wow. You said so. Yes. Yeah, so many nuggets, both of you all, because no matter what your age, no matter where you are, no matter what stage you're in in life, when you have something abrupt, disrupt what's going on, it's so easy to lose sight of your purpose. And Courtney said to start off, take a deep breath. Sometimes we don't breathe. The moment panic, you know, hits, you tense up. So just the mere fact of saying, take a deep breath, get grounded, and especially in faith, you know, what you believe in needs to come through for you in a crisis. Otherwise, check what you're believing. That's what I would say. So 
grounding with you, you know your faith is absolutely critical. Um, doing things that make you happy, finding that happy place, you know, knowing when to walk away. I can appreciate that as well, Autumn. Um, it is interesting when you're in your space at work and you said that having that space makes a difference because when you're home, it helps you to become a better person. Well, now all of that space is in the same place. And so knowing that you have to step away and regroup is critical. Your mental health, your emotional health is absolutely necessary because it's easy to get caught up in yourself. You can be surrounded by a bunch of people and still, of course, not in this, this uh, arena that we're talking about, but it's easy to be alone it's easy to get caught up in your own thoughts. So being able to check on each other, I just love that you guys have that respect for each other, where you're not on top of each other. You found a way to not get in the way, but yet to be there for each other and your daughter, who is an amazing, brilliant little girl who I miss most, absolutely. Well, listen, I can't thank you guys enough for just spending this time having this conversation that I know is necessary because there are people who they need to hear this. They need this message. So right before I say, you know, goodbye to you guys, is there any last words, anything that you would like to leave the listening audience with? Um, I would just say, you know, uh, continue to, again, be grounded, uh, continue to, you know, pray. Uh, and continue to, I, I would say, continue to be human. Um, continue to, you know, show up as a human um, and to tune into humanity right now. I think that that's what is keeping us all um, together. And yeah, that's my that's my final word. Awesome. Um, I think my final word is just to stay steadfast. Um, you know, keep your eye on keep your eye on the goal. This isn't gonna last forever. Um, but at at this point, you know, just do, be the best you that you can be in this space, and you know, do everything that you can to you know make sure that you're healthy and well in this time. Um, as you said, there's a lot of people who aren't who don't have uh, somebody else in their space, just like uh, like Courtney and I do. So. Um, you know, just making sure that you're taking care of your mental health and your physical health um, and your emotional health throughout this uh, process is going to be really key for you. Awesome. You guys rock. I must say you guys really rock. Um, I love the fact that keep your eye on the goal. You know, you definitely want to pray. You definitely want to check in with yourself. You want to be able to step away. But you said this one piece that I say often, don't lose sight of your purpose. Don't lose sight of the vision. Maybe you have to reconnect with the vision. Maybe in this crisis, you know, things got blurry. It's again, it's easy to lose sight of what you're about when you're in the midst of adversity. But one thing is for sure. There, there's enough, there are enough resources that are available to you. Take advantage of them. I would encourage you to, you know, consider an online class. Do something that you've been putting off forever and ever. Now's a great time to write. If you were talking about writing a book, write a book. Write the book. Start now. You know, things that you put off thinking about starting a business, 
write the business plan. If you have the business plan and blow the dust off that plan, take another look at it. Where do you need to be looking now in this space, in this time, in this season? Because it's going to shift. There's going to be another shift. Will you be ready for that next shift? Things will not be the same as they were before this crisis. But don't look at this as gloom and doom. We can get enough of that watching television and paying attention to social media. Don't let that be the basis for your information, right? I want to encourage you all that's listening today, take a deep breath, like Courtney said, and just start reevaluating where should you be going and where are you going to take your people? Because they need to hear from you. Clearly, Autumn and Courtney stay in touch with their teams. The team is looking for you for direction. So again, this is Dr. E. Michelle Mickens with the, uh, as the introverted loudmouth. And I, again, I thank you for your time. I want to encourage you to take advantage of the free leadership tools and resources guide that I have available to you. It's full of articles and I have different links, YouTube videos, just some information that's going to help you overcome fear, overcome uncertainty and doubt. It's called the FUDS, how to bust the FUDS system. That's available to you along with other tools and resources that's going to help you get through this temporary crisis that we're all dealing with. Until next time, I'll make sure all my links are in my uh, bio. And until next time, I want you to be blessed. Courtney, Autumn, thank you both so much. I appreciate you. I love you. Thank you. And thank you guys. And again, until next time, everyone be safe. God bless you.